would you do your duty for humankind in the face of such hopeless circumstances? Right. Yeah, it's actually quite a challenging predicament. I don't, I don't, I don't know that I would. I mean, I, I'd, I'd need to, I'd need to feel confident. I'd probably need to be ranking up in the top three of those kids to feel like I would not die. <laughs> Maybe. You need, you need plot armor. This podcast features explicit language and spoilers. Hello, and welcome to Better Late Than Never. This is a podcast where typically we watch a movie that we have never seen before. But this week, throw that idea out because we are watching a different culturally significant thing that we've never seen before. (gasps) This week... I am joined by regular guest Drew, and we are going to be watching an anime. What? I know, right? What is this crazy thing? An anime? Kids these days with their bipping and their bopping. They're hipping and they're hopping. They don't know what the jazz is all about. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, Drew is going to be watching the anime show Attack on Titan which debuted in 2013, and when he's done watching it, he is going to decide whether it was better late that he was missing out on not having seen the show, or never, that it didn't live up to the hype for him. My name is Dave, and I'm your host, and I've already introduced the guest, Drew. That's me. Welcome to the show. What's up? Hey, uh, not much, you know, just uh, living the life. Yeah. So uh, you're a little late today because you were on dad duty, huh? Daddy duty, getting that kid to sleep. I'm so sorry you had to put him to sleep. Yeah, you know, he he had a good run, but uh, he had a certain quota of crying and just got to put him down at that point. Yeah, we had to put him down. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, so, Drew, um, we're doing Attack on Titan. But before we even get to that, I wanted to ask you, what is your deal with anime yeah so um i uh i i have sort of a a mixed deal with anime i would say i mean on the one hand i feel like i have a great appreciation for the sheer uh talent required uh in making some of these anime classics i mean at the same time, I just feel overwhelmed by the amount of material there is in the anime universe as far as what can be consumed. It's, you know, I feel like I, it's I can a pretty count giant on subculture. It is. And, and I can kind of count on one hand the like 
Akira's of that genre, you know, like I I guess I I do appreciate I liked Akira, but I I don't even think I've seen it all the way through one time because it's quite long and and <laughs> plot wise it's I don't really care, but but the animation itself is just so impressive and it's the like it's brilliantly done from a technical standpoint and uh anyway uh beyond that i i do enjoy the genre um who is the uh who is the the director who does spirited away miyazaki miyazaki i i do like i do like uh his work yeah i guess i'm i'm a fan of of this genre i just feel well, my fandom stops at, you know, Dragon Ball Z. I, I, Dragon Ball Z is a perfect example of the kind of the kind of anime product out there that's just too overwhelming for me to even want to touch. There's, there's just, so much of it. There's so much of it, and I, I just I don't like. I can't commit to yeah. something that's that 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 vast i also, i see the, the style i see the so characters intense. everywhere i it's fine but yeah yeah so it also sounds like you're kind of more like what you have seen is kind of more on the movie side less the shows um i suppose yeah i suppose that can be said generally yeah i'm trying to think of shows that i may have seen anime wise uh well i mean i feel like they're mostly uh, I don't know if you'd call them manga if they're... Have you read any mangas? No, not really. I, not that I remember. I mean, that's another thing. I just, I don't, there's so much manga that I I it's don't touch it at all. I, I'm just like, I, I don't know what to, I, it's all stylized in a similar stylization. I've seen the similar, the, the illustrations everywhere. I'm good, you know? You don't know uh, where to start. I don't know where to start, and I don't trust that any given place I pick randomly will have a good plot line that was worth my checking out this these characters and their story. You know, let me see if I can help you with that. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. this. Well, I I, I do want to say um, I am. Well, I have more things to say about this uh, this subgenre of anime uh, that involves the kind of violence that we may be seeing here um but i may save my comments if you okay yeah feel like that's better hang on left. for one sec yeah, yeah. i want to i want to say i guess you know i could say this now or later but i'll do it now since you brought it up that uh, this is a pretty huge genre and it's got a lot of fans and everything and you know speaking for myself i'm a little more familiar than you uh but neither of us are experts in this, and this podcast is more about introducing you to this show, Attack on Titan, not to exploring the ins and outs of anime generally. So right. th this is not going to be an expert deep dive uh, into the ins and outs of this genre. So we are going to get things wrong, and we are not experts in this at all. We are, nope. you know, I am in enthusiastic amateur in this i'll look a couple things up in between but like 
anime heads out there please just do not email us about this we understand that we're going to mess a few things up we are not intending to come across as knowing particularly what we're talking about no total outsider yeah so you know a few you know a few comments along the way aside like you know i'll also i'll lay out what i know right here which is um i've read a few mangas and i've watched you know i've watched some movies the same as you like all the studio ghibli stuff i've seen ghost in the shell and akira i've watched a few shows too so i've seen uh full metal alchemist and there's a remake of that called full metal alchemist brotherhood which was better uh show that i like called psychopaths blood plus assassination classroom uh, mostly mostly the stuff that's available on netflix and hulu oh um, hey wait a minute i've seen uh, death note I should say Death that. Note. I've watched Death Note. I yep. really like Death Note. Death Note series. Good. Right, the right, right. Series. Yeah. Um, there is also, uh, you know, I've also caught episodes, individual episodes along the way of like some other stuff, like you know, your Sailor Moons, your One Punch Man's, you know, that kind of stuff. So, I'm not a total, uh, not not in total ignorance of the genre, but you know, not an expert, but seen a bit. So that's where we're starting off. Now I think we can turn to the actual uh, show we're talking about this week, which I have also seen, uh, but you have not. And that is Attack on Titan. Drew, have you heard of Attack on Titan? Well, yes. Uh, I, I mean, you had recommended it to me previously, so I, I gave it a glance at, at, at one point. Uh, so I, I have uh, a, a firm impression anyway. What do you what do you think? What do you know? Uh, what do you so, think's going on here? Yeah, I mean, one thing I was going to say further on the on the genre and some of its subgenres is, uh, you know, there there is a hyper gory uh, subgenre of animated, you know, of anime. It's also a hyper sexy one too. Uh, yes, that's true. Which uh, you and I have both experienced. We have. Yeah, that's true. A story for yeah. another day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, <clears throat> the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the hyper gory subgenre includes a film called uh, Fists of the North Star. Okay. And uh, uh, this is one that I've seen. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, when I say hyper gory, it's like, you know, you get bulging veins and like punches that make people's skin fly off and, yeah, it's you like know, body horror, just total, you know, yeah, it's gross and <laughs> like anatomical. Um, you know, I, I expect this to offer us some semblance of that as far as the level of violence we should see quite a lot of blood and um you know i i i i'm aware that there are i think uh violent giant demon like creatures that are terrorizing uh people and the and the town um and uh we have a certain hero and hero class that are capable of bringing these uh, giants down yeah i feel like i feel like this existed previously too i feel like this is not a brand new creation but rather harkens back to i feel like there were previous 
incarnations of this attack on titan uh concept there might have been a film or something before it's my guess but yeah and one animated film i really enjoy is um strange planet or um not sure if it's forbidden planet it has a couple different names but it's a french film i think it's strange planet anyway in that the there's a there's a planet that's ruled by these giant humanoid blue people who meditate all the time they're very enlightened but they keep these pets who are basically humans who are in, incredibly small they're like mouse size compared to these creatures but they live on the same planet and they're subjugated to a or relegated to a uh kind of like vermin pet class uh-huh and that these people have over over the course of the film they have an uprising and they have a class of warriors that take the the creatures down so i i expect similar themes to that but i okay. i in that one it's it's a, another sci-fi but you do get the perspective of the the giants themselves and they're more benevolent in that i i feel like this is going to be you know more like they're like zombie like just monsters you know okay yeah i mean what do you you know you you think you have any kind of idea on what they're gonna be like descriptively like what do you think they're gonna look like oh yeah just um you know kind of naked uh hairless very large muscly people yeah men mostly yeah okay now um you kind of went into some of the films you think this is based on and that leads into a question i have what do you think the setting of this is and titan to that i mean yeah. you think it's the actual planet titan that i'm not sure i feel like titan is actually probably a city somewhere I'm not sure which planet it would be on, but it's set in civilization uh, in some distant year or and or, you know, kind of like the Star Wars, uh, you know, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away kind of right, distance. Right. And so you're getting kind of like a sci-fi-ish vibe off of this? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. And what do you think about the heroes? You know, you describe the monsters. What do you think the heroes are going to be like? Yeah, kind of like rogue warriors um, who we may get one or more characters that are kind of like chosen and blessed with some kind of ill strength that uh, <laughs> lets them take down the beasts better. Uh, and certainly they, they'll have various tools and some i think heavy siege artillery that you know the equivalent of what we see in game of thrones with the catapults that take the dragons down i think we'll see oh, right. some the ballistas you know, yeah i think we'll see a range of weapons uh and again um you know comparing it to that uh, strange planet film i referenced in that the people who again are are kind of like 
they're bums you know they they, they just have they just have like uh rags on you know and they, they but but they they come up with like little bolas and uh nets and and you know things that weigh the creatures down and and let them you know oh, paralyze yeah, so them and get at them they're clever yeah. they come yeah. up with you know like weapons that uh overcome the size differential yeah, that's right. What there's another was it Gulliver's Travels? Isn't there some kind of uh, scene like this? Well, in Gulliver's Travels, they he's uh, the giant. The, yeah, he's the giant, and the Lilliputians, I think, uh, tie him down. Yeah, but there's also you know the Odyssey where they poke out the eye of the Cyclops. The Cyclops, yeah. You know this. You know this is a classic trope. Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's there's a lot there's a lot to unpack there. But you think also that like there's kind of like a a superpower thing going on, like they you know are imbued with some kind of powers that they can fight with. Yeah, uh, if it, it this could this could be it could come down to their part of some kind of a warrior guild class uh, where they're just highly trained and super agile, and maybe they have access to some some kind of uh, steed. A beast that they cultivate you know i don't Ooh. know that kind of thing yeah yeah now do you have any idea about some any of the characters specifically do you think you know the names or like who anybody is no certainly not okay <laughs> what about like images have you seen you know you say you've checked some out or like also the show has been popular over the course of the past few years, have you seen any images or shots from the show? I feel like I've seen a shot of these giants, like like a, the face of one, just again, like bald, just kind of grotesque, uh, sharp teeth, kind of grimacy monster face. <laughs> okay. Now... I want to loop this back to a little bit on just anime in general. Um, are there any kind of like tropes or typical things from anime that you are expecting to see? Like, you know, there's all the sort of like traditional elements that people make mm. fun of, you know, when they're thinking about or talking about anime or just that you might expect to have happen. Are you expecting yeah. anything like that? Um, I think... I think we're going to see a decent amount of shots where the the action is expressed by just some like how do I how do I put this <laughs> like cheap like zooming in and or like stills that are that are only moving slightly but suggest hyper fast yeah movement. the 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 background is suddenly goes like whoosh it's kind like, of thing it's and it, it's just moving slightly and you know there's a there's a zoom in on someone's mouth agape and eyes wide open oh <laughs> yeah. looking at at the camera while the the background kind of just moves super slowly and there, there's there's barely movement but it's it's theirs it's suggesting that something you know super intense is happening oh, in yeah. the moment yeah yeah there's going to be a lot of that and maybe you know shots where we'll we'll see i think we're going to get some like broad landscapes where the fights are going to take place with these giants like 
it'll be kind of the equivalent of being out in the desert and you know we'll see i i'm envisioning them on whatever vehicle or steed they're on zooming super fast through the desert and leaving you know trails uh and and the trails being very artistically you know the trails of dust waving behind the 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 steed it you know you see this from far away and it's just a beautiful landscape and yeah that kind of that kind of shot i think we'll we'll see stuff like that and i i don't know what to expect as far as how off if it's going to be a lot of one-on-one battles or I, I would i guess i would expect them to mostly have groups and like team up against these things okay i wanted to ask you this sort of meta question are you do you know what cosplay is yeah, I know what cosplay is. Uh, do you want to explain it for our audience? Sure. I mean, uh, cosplay is uh, when folks dress up like their favorite uh, anime or manga characters. Or and, from any kind of or property. From, it doesn't have to be from Yeah, anime. but frequently from anime. It, yeah, it, yeah, it could be from anything, but it, but it's, yeah, it's, it seems like it's primarily popular Eh, people do it from all kinds of people, stuff but yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's very frequently from anime you're right um ha- do you think you've ever seen anyone cosplay from attack on titan um not that i can recall okay so you don't you don't know what the heroes look like yet uh maybe i do but if so i i'm not i'm okay. not recalling right now okay all right. Well, that's all I've got for the specific questions. Do you have anything um, you want to get down on the record before we move into the nitty gritty of how we're going to tackle the show? I don't know. I guess I envision like a like a denim vest over with like with like jeans and a, an orange sweater under that denim vest and like spiky hair that kind of that kind of tropey looking yeah <laughs> so dragon ball z kind of yeah yeah okay <laughs> oh you know but actually one last thing what do you think the monsters do like what makes them so scary besides the way they look oh yeah uh that's a that's a good one um yeah how do they attack i feel like they have varied sinister attacks like it's not just it's not just a big oaf coming at you it's like they have projectiles galore that they can either spit and or hurl and or tentacles and maybe just all of the above kind of they're like a genie of of uh pain you know (laughs) (laughs) shit that sounds bad yeah all right all right well cool that moves us into the section where we talk about how we're actually going to deal with this because you know normally we do movies which is easy we just watch it and then we come back and talk but because this is a show a little more complicated Mm -hmm. so i think and you know tell me if you're cool with this we should handle it like this attack on titan is available on hulu at least for the moment so you can check it there it's in 
roughly like 22 minute episodes and it's got long seasons so the seasons are about 25 episodes long give or take let's start this off with having you do season one and we'll have our first check-in episode at the halfway mark of season one so we'll cut you off at episode 13 we'll check in and um, that's after i've seen episode 13 or after episode after episode 13 okay we'll see how things are going there and then we'll check in another time at the end of season one after the finale cool and then at that point we can also decide if you want to keep going to do more of the show too sounds good right on okay so with that being the case uh any last thoughts before we start watching attack on titan I mean, we can tell the story. Why not? Uh, what? Love so Girl Dave, 5? Yeah, Dave and I are in <laughs> high school. And uh, <laughs> there's this, uh, it's not Blockbuster, it's Video Plus. Video Smith. Video Smith. Man, there was yeah. Video Plus and Video Smith. Yeah, Video Smith was up the road. And... Uh, yeah, I, they, we went there. It was was I was it just I who went? It was both of us. We were both there, like picking out videos, and we got a, a stack of different, mostly like sci-fi videos, and they had this hentai, just there in the in right. the anime section, and we they, picked it out. Yeah, and well, they, they just figured it was regular anime. Yeah, they had an 18 plus section. We were 14 at the time. We were freshmen in high school. They had an 18 plus like porn section where we weren't allowed to go over there. But, you know, there was this hentai in the like cartoons section. <laughs> and, you know, it's like animated movies. You know, there's all these like Disney films. And then this like Japanese animation, La Blue Girl 5. And we pick it out and we look at the back where the summary is and it's all pornography and we're like oh shit dude we gotta see if we can rent this (laughs) so we just they let it by yeah we put it like in the middle of four other things and we're just like we would like these please and um the guy didn't look at it close just scanned it and gave it to us and we go back and watch it and it blew our fucking minds because it was the weirdest shit and the fact that it's La Blue Girl 5 suggests that there are four other La Blue Girls out there. Right, exactly. I, I think there are more. We should, you know, we should do a few episodes. We should do an episode on the other entries in those series, in that series. We now should find La Blue Girl it. 1. Now, you, you go too far now. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never, hentai. <laughs> <laughs> After dark. After dark. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've covered that enough. Um, any last thoughts on a- on actual Attack on Titan? <laughs> no. All right. Well, in that case, um, Drew, I think, and this is just me speculating, I think you are going to like this show. Spoiler alert, it is a little violent. It is a little mm. gruesome. There are some things that happen that are unpleasant to see, but uh, the action's good, the animation's good, 
There's some cool characters. I think you're going to dig it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll catch you after you've seen the first half of season one, dude. Woo! This is the part where we're watching the show. And now it's done. And so we're back. Oh, yeah. And we have now watched the first 13 episodes of season one of Attack on Titan, the anime TV show. And I just want to mention a little bit, uh, a little bit behind the curtain here. So I just think it's funny uh, how, how this particular recording sesh has happened. So we say goodbye at the end of the last episode and I'm kind of like, all right, so we got that underway. And the next day I text with you and I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, you watched any of the episodes yet? And, you know, I'm just curious on how you're liking it. And you hit me back and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I watched kind of like, you know, one and part of two. I was a little sleepy, though. I might have to go back and watch some two of that one again. again. Yeah. 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 I was kind of like, all right, yeah, that, that feels about right. You know, I'll probably deal with this in a couple weeks and then like (laughs) the next day you text me and you're like all right i've seen all 13 we need to talk about this right away i was like fuck yeah 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 i did reach out uh just adamant about uh getting to this i was yeah i was like shit and and so i was down with that but then i was also like I first of all, I got to watch him just to reacquaint myself with it. And two, um, I didn't have time to do any of the research I normally do. And I do want (laughs) to do that because there's plenty of cool stuff to talk about with this show. But uh, just uh, for this installment, uh, this one will just be kind of a a recap episode. And I'll you'll have to slow down because I (laughs) I need time to do my do my research yeah that's my right research, I'll, yeah. I'll try to uh uh go at a less voracious cadence for the next uh segment yeah well no worries <laughs> we'll I'll, I'll get to it eventually but I, i'm gonna take that as a good sign that you have been liking it actually as as the words escaped my lips i uh i i, I felt myself thinking okay after this after that we record this uh episode here I'm going to go and watch some more. Damn. <laughs> you know, I'm like ready to go. Fuck um, yeah, dude. I, I'm so happy to hear that, though, because I thought you would. Yeah, it's it's weird, too, because when when I first uh, was in touch with you about it at that point where I had only seen the first episode and maybe half of the second one, um, it, like I wasn't really into it yet. I was kind of just like, uh, this is weird and that you was know, the vibe I, I was getting from you. I was kind of getting worried. Yeah, the, like I wasn't really getting super into it. And it's certainly weird. And we're going to talk about that. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's, um, yeah, I, I kind of like the way that but it's set up. Can I guess what it is? Then you saw the combat. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I, I guess that's not necessarily what it is about it that compels that i found compelling but the combat is cool and uh yeah (laughs) well i i'll just say so i alluded to it in part one without trying to be spoilery 
basically when I watch this show, I mean, the animation is amazing on it and it looks fucking awesome. And yes, we'll yeah. talk about it more, but, um, uh, the 3d maneuvering gear that they have to fight. I know you're such a huge fan of Spider-Man. Yes. And so watching them fight, I'm just like, God damn. It's like every single one of them is a yeah, fucking I, badass dual sword wielding Spider-Man. I did jot down Spider-Man like action, uh, yeah. you know, pretty early on into watching these. It, it, it looks great. I love it. Yeah. And I thought you would too. So I'm, I'm glad that worked out, but cool let's um let's talk about it let's pay this shit off um <laughs> your predictions so far not doing amazing but also not doing terrible yeah so you know there's definitely some body horror going on with this thing uh, yeah that said i i it 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 is not the style uh that i no it, it ain't no. An, it, it ain't the future it's not another planet there are no there are no steeds the way you were talking about yeah uh, no superpowers well, the way you were did, talking about they did have some they did have some horses at the very beginning yeah they do ride they horses but, but you, were, not... you were talking about some like pegasus shit right yeah i expected that to be more central well so like my my feeling is that my biggest uh, prediction that was not right like there there is violence but it's not the over the top like hyper gore uh sub genre that i that i pegged it in it's, right right you know yeah it is though i mean like it's a bloody show and a little scary at that i mean i feel like this is still edgy for an american audience it is but like it plot wise and action wise it really reminds me of a japanese like super nintendo game or or something like that mm. you know and and i think enjoying it from that angle the violence just feels on par with what i would experience in a video game like that it doesn't offend me yeah. really maybe a know? resident evil game yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. And I just uh, also want to mention, you had said you wanted to call back to the first part here that you'd neglected a few of your priors with the genre that you wanted oh, to yeah. make sure you referred back to. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there there, there are other um, anime and anime-inspired series and properties that i really ought to have mentioned um first of all voltron very big on voltron i really like i really liked voltron growing up i was a fan of the first couple seasons of the power rangers when they first came out because it felt like a live action version of that essentially but so you voltron, like mecha stuff yeah yeah i do and i like the the i like the com the combining robots that combine into the one giant uh kind of like savior robot it's mm. like yeah I, I that was a cool concept i liked voltron a lot and all four in the head you know um, <laughs> sorry i had to i had to throw a quote in there 
Um, but I was a huge fan of Voltron and, uh, I have to mention transformers for a few reasons. It's technically not an anime. If you define... not even technically, it's flat out, not an anime. Well, okay. If you define anim- anime as animation from Japan, which is yeah. the, well, which is the, our use in the U S right in Japan, anime is just, just means animation. Right. Um, so but the but the Transformers animated series was animated in Japanese studios, so the mm-hmm. animation style is technically like a a Japanese product. Touche. Um, so I really enjoyed that series and um, the Transformers the movie from 1985 was like my favorite movie of all time, and it's it's. You got it's, the touch. Yeah, I mean, well, but look at the look at the animation there. It's so beautiful. It's like it's a well done film. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's similar, but it's very much, very much, you know, Japanese animation inspired and and styled. Yeah. Orson uh, Welles' last film. That's right. Yeah, as Unicron. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I was really into Transformers. I like had a a Transformer toy dealer who huh? I had a Transformer toy dealer who <laughs> he also uh was a manga comic artist and made a number of Transformers manga comics. And I had a number of the the actual trans. I still have a number of the actual Transformers Marvel manga comics. This might Um, be worth something now. Maybe I don't know. I mean, depending on what condition they're in. Besides that, I mean, I'm aware of other properties that I should have mentioned. Obviously, Sailor Moon is ubiquitous. I I've seen Cowboy Bebop and. we didn't. All right, all right, all right. That's that's probably cool. enough. But I though that I definitely wanted to get all that out there. Sure. All right. So, yeah. Well, anyway, so Attack on Titan. Things begin with uh, this setting, which is uh, kind of a, a place that's not futuristic, like what you're talking about. It's more kind of a uh, uh, a, a walled. Not medieval village. I was gonna say like castle style. You know, it's the it's a castle. It's a tall castle wall. The 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 protective walls really remind me of uh, the walls in Game of Thrones, um, or the wall, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, With the different known uh, stronghold gates protecting different sections. Uh, right. This this one is laid out co- with concentric circles, though. Right. There's three of them. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, what is it? Uh, Maria, then Sheena, then R- or Maria Rose, then Rose. Sheena. Right. And um, we meet our our three leads, which is Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin. Right. And uh, Mikasa has her scarf which is sort of her signature look. Had you seen this uh, this look, Mikasa, with her scarf? That was kind of something I was wondering about once you actually got a look at her. Um, that, didn't, that didn't strike me as familiar particularly, no. All right. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, so right off the bat, I just got to lay it out. If I was making a list of the all-time biggest badasses of all fiction, Mikasa is way the fuck up there on that Yeah, list. yeah, she's she's a true badass. And I will say even too, one of the very few people to challenge her, I don't know if I wind up putting the character ahead or not, I'd have to think about it, but um, also from this show is a character who we actually, I, I was going to say we don't meet quite yet, but we do. We meet the one of the few characters to be I know who you're gonna say as badass or more badass than her who who am I talking about Sergeant Levi Levi holy I, when, shit and when he after one scene I wrote down uh, Sergeant Levi the shit fuck yes he is oh god I love that dude all right we'll get to him yeah I have something else I wrote after that though was <laughs> that think he gonna die though <laughs> we'll see yeah um and so we then get a little bit of a scene where we see fighting a titan which is with this omnidirectional maneuvering gear which again is why i thought one of the reasons why i thought you would like the show because it's kind of like a spider-man kind of thing going on which is cool and uh, I think this is a good moment to ask you, Drew. You watched the show on Hulu, I'm assuming. Yes, that's right. Did you watch it subbed or did you watch it dubbed? I started watching it dubbed because I couldn't find the sub option. And mm -hmm. then I realized that um, they have it when you go to the episodes list. It has one sub, two dub, yeah, one, they're sub, side by one side. dub. They're side by side. So I, 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 when I rewatched the second episode, I, I discovered that and I watched sub from there. Oh, interesting. So having done at least a one episode both ways, which one was better? Oh, the subtitle for sure. Mm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've only done it subtitled. Uh, I, if given the option, I do subtitles every time. Yeah. But yeah. Better this way. Yeah. Just total snob about it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and did you watch the intro song? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did a couple times. Yeah, it's not bad. It changes as the show goes on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering that. I think I watched it a couple times and was like, it seems similar, but maybe a little covering I, a little bit different. Like the... So... Yeah, as far as the year that it's set, like when it when I started watching it, I obviously it wasn't quite clear on what year this is, or is this technically what I predicted of similar to Star Wars? It's like a somewhere a galaxy far, far away in some time that's it's just it doesn't matter because it's a distant galaxy, right? It kind of feels like that, right? It feels like that, but then they do they do set it as I don't know if is it explicitly earth though i don't know it's the humans well but there are these monsters right well okay we have a lot to talk about there just on just to round out the the year topic though we do get from and from watching the credits i i understood after the first couple of episodes they said it in it's like the year 850 is where we start in the plot and 
I guess these creatures arrived over a thousand years ago or over uh, a century a ago. A century over ago. hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so let's talk about the Titans. Were they what you expected? Pretty much. I mean, um, the I feel like like I had sort of an amalgam of all the ones we see in mind kind of just like a like a naked like very ugly looking sharp teeth giant um well, most of them don't have sharp teeth they're just regular kind of big human teeth oh well a lot of the ones we see first do have sharp teeth though maybe you're seeing like a canine or something but no there are several of the ones in the earlier episodes have have rows of sharp teeth instead mm. of the normal teeth all right but yeah they are they are kind of like malformed yeah know, they're each one is weird and they have you know they allude to this um what do they call them the uh like unique strains or um Oh yeah, they're they're uh, variants or variants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them run. Variants. Some of them jump. Yeah. Some of them do weird shit. Yeah, those ones are really freaky. They're of all ages too, which was kind of weird. I wasn't expecting that. Like there are children ones. Yeah, and different sizes, and you know the sizes them... are cool. I really like the um, interstitial graphics where they show you diagrams of the walls and the equipment the the flying equipment and the the size classes of the giants as well yeah it's cool you learn a lot that way you have what the there's five meters 10 meters 15 meters and then like 60 meters plus oh yeah we'll get to him don't worry yeah and and so what do the titans do they attack well, they fucking eat people. They eat people. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's right. It, which is terrifying. And it's established in a later episode that it's to no purpose, too, which is fucking weird. They don't need to do it to survive. They don't right. even seem to need to eat anything. Because they, they, they inferred this from them having survived a very long time without eating food yeah. yeah and they don't go after anything besides humans all they seem to do is they ignore everything else all they do is seek out and kill humans and eat them yeah it's fucked up right and so like i i expect to learn more i, I expect more will be revealed um I mean, we'll talk about our main character some more, but I expect more will be revealed about the source of these uh, demons and, you know, titans and and where they come from. Uh, right now, it's kind of mysterious, right? Uh, yeah. And, like, we we do get some... I mean, I have I have some thoughts about what that... What, you got where they come from. I have a theory. Yeah, I want to hear it. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think they're somehow conjured from. They're like spirit linked. There's some kind of magical spirit linked uh, kind of entity that's conjured up by extreme human emotions like hatred and things like that. 
and um, that they've uh, been programmed a certain way by whatever spell conjured them, if you will, and that uh, Aaron's father is involved in this initial act that that opened the portal that brought us these these demons um, again, like they're con the it's a spell that allows conjuring of them through emotions is kind of what I'm, hmm. what I'm is the gist of, of where I think they're going with it just by what we see happen with Aaron's character. And, and we'll, we'll dive into that. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's do it. Let's talk about our main guy. So we first meet our protagonist, which is this kid named Aaron. Uh, Aaron is the least chill kid you could ever possibly meet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he really basically hates the fact that humanity is all cooped up inside the walls. He doesn't want to live inside the walls anymore. He compares it to living like livestock and he wants to fight back and he wants to discover the outside world. That's right. his whole deal. There's also Mikasa, who's like an orphan who lives with Aaron and his family. She's got the cute scarf and even before she starts uh, training, she's kind of a badass. She can beat bullies up and stuff. She's a good fighter, and she hovers around him like uh, not not even like a big sister, but like a protector. And yeah, Armin, who is kind of a a wuss, but is smart. Yeah, I I actually I thought Armin was a girl for the first few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a high squeaky voice yeah yeah uh and anything you want to say about our three leads before we keep going yeah i mean i feel like they're definitely uh what we said about mikasa she's just an incredible badass and <laughs> so uh, cool very cool i like how they i like how they depict how apex she is over every other fighter Aaron. It's interesting that Aaron's character disappears for a, a spell near the beginning of the saga. Yeah, let's let's come back to that. Yeah, um, I do want to say there's also like as we learn more about our characters, we have a you know weird sexual tension I think between Aaron and Mikasa. Hmm, interesting. Even though they're basically like adopted siblings. Yeah, but they're. Yeah. Well, they're not related by blood. That's right. Well, and they, you know, there is a moment where someone calls him Mikasa's boyfriend and she blushes. Yeah. Yeah, she and does. The way that she talks about him always like she paints a picture like he's a his whole angle is a secret angle to always make sure that he never leaves her side and the reality is like we see moments where he he demonstrates that that's not true, that he's not obsessed with just always being with her, and uh, she seems extremely hurt. So th there's there's something going on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we also get a quick glimpse of the Scout Regiment, which is uh, they fight the Titans, and we see them go out. They come back fucked up. Uh, mm. They give some poor woman an arm, 
and we just get the sense that they're not accomplishing shit out there. Um, so clearly humanity is on the ropes a little bit. So, all right, we get to like the day where everything changes. Aaron's home with his dad. His dad basically says, son, I'm going to go out for a little bit, but when I get back, I will show you my secret basement of mysteries. (laughs) Why are you so obsessed with my secret basement of mysteries? And he's like, oh, great. That's going to be awesome. I've always wanted to see that. Yeah. And then he gets in a fight with his mom and then he goes, he protects poor bullied little Armin from bullies. Uh, All the bullies are afraid of Mikasa in particular. And then uh, I think this episode, it's been really valuable. I'm watching Attack on Titan airing its final season right now, but it's been really interesting for me going back and watching this first season again Mm. and how good it is. Like I'd forgotten a lot of this stuff and in particular how good it lays so much out in these early episodes. One, it, it just puts everything out there for you to see because this, this show has a lot of twists and turns and mm. I, I am really pleased with being able to watch this now with the benefit of hindsight, seeing how much of it is just right there. Mm. And two, um, this first episode does an amazing job building up this sense of dread and something coming that's yeah. about about to break. And it finally does. There's a bolt of lightning and the colossal titan appears. Mm. Uh, so I, I'm guessing that the colossal titan is the one that you were familiar with when you were yeah, like explaining the col- what they looked like. Yeah, the colossal titan. Yeah, it it more resembled kind of what I had in mind. Like when they when the first few were revealed and they were just kind of large people, I was like, uh, um, you know, I thought I thought it would be a somewhat more grotesque kind of demon looking thing. And yeah, the, um, but then the colossal one, the colossal Titans. Yeah. They do. Don't they call them something else like armored Titans or, uh, well, that's a different, the, the, the armored Titan also appears, but the colossal one appears first. Right. Right. They're different. They're different. They're both, they're both weird. They're weird kinds. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're very anomalous and very powerful. Right. Very big. Yeah. As well, especially the colossal one, because the colossal one is taller than the fucking wall. Yeah, that's right. It kicks a hole in the wall. Uh, it which is it's so big, kicking a hole in the wall creates an explosion that on Mm. its own just fucks shit up. Right. Um, and so the city's the colossal titan eat eat some titans too. I don't remember it doing that, but um, you know it it wrecks shit and the city is called shiganashima and it's exposed now Mm. and titans start streaming into the city and aaron's mom gets at and you get the sense that uh, you know aaron witnesses this happen and you kind of get the impression that from this point on he's kind of gone insane yeah a little bit like 
he he just sort of like swears that from this point he's like i am going to eradicate titans from the world i don't care what happens i will yeah, not rest like, until they're like exterminated it's a trauma induced pledge i mean he already like hated the fact that humanity lived within the walls yeah this just pushes it over the edge yeah yeah and um so on top of what the colossal titan did you mentioned there's also this weird armored titan which smashed open a gate which you know was even worse um so aaron mikasa and armin are all turned into refugees he has this weird dream about his dad a needle and a key Mm. don't know what that's about and uh they decide being refugees sucks, so they decide to join the scouts. We get then a whole bit about uh, training to be scouts, and we start with the typical like you know early training stuff, like Full Metal Jacket, where there's like the ritual humiliations you have to go through. Yep. Um, but notably, some of the kids don't require this because the guy notices that some of them already have the look. Yeah. Which means they went through it before. Right, right? or something traumatic enough that just has them yeah, hardened already. Yeah, so you see some of the kids, uh, the guy can already tell they've already been through something like this. They don't need to they don't need to be dealt with in this way. Mm. Yeah. So Aaron's a bit of a big deal on campus and he talks a big game because he's seen some shit. Um, and again, I just, all of these scenes during these episodes hit really different now for me because I know what's in store. Oh yeah. With so all the it, twists. Yeah. The, 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 the portent, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, not the spoilery or anything, but other than the fact that twists are coming, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So we meet the rest of our cast, some of our, our new characters. So there's Connie, who's sort of a dumb hick. Mm-hmm. There's Sasha, who is the potato girl who likes to eat. There's his name. It's, it's interesting. So there's, jo- they're calling him John at this point mm. in the show, but later on it settles more into being a Jean Jean, right. Um, who's kind of a prick and wants to join the military police so that he can have an easy life. Yep. There's Krista and Emir. And then there's Bertolt and Reiner, who are the ones that Aaron talks to when he's having trouble with his 3D maneuvering gear because they're really talented with it. And they have a big talk about titans because they are the ones who really understand how terrifying titans really are right they know it's not a game yeah then we also get this interesting thing where they talk about ranking the students according to their abilities which is pretty cool Mm. there's annie who's a really good fighter but limited by the fact that she's kind of a loner yeah mikasa again just the best of the best and you get then the description of Aaron, and it's basically like, Aaron's Rudy. <laughs> He's not that good, but he tries really, really hard. Yeah, that's right. Well, and like, 
in that same breath, they're saying his potential is higher than the others because of the passion and persistence that yeah, he's he got so much fucking spirit. Yeah. 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 And here's where we learn how to kill Titans. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is the Academy, right? This is just the beginning for these right. yeah, cadets. Yeah. I like this segment too, because it plays out like these few episodes from when they begin their training kind of play out like a high school drama, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. has this fun, um, you know, uh, kind of cheerful vibe to it despite the impending dread <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's a cool little arc yeah um do you want to just mention for the audience how to kill a titan oh yes you have to uh slash it twice uh in the sinews on the back of its neck in the um you know it's specific... not necessarily twice it's just you have to do uh enough critical damage, damage. Yeah. yeah to the nape yeah. of the neck yeah, they they their most common uh, form of doing this is through slashing it with two very sharp blades at the same time. Yeah, and that's why they have the three D maneuvering gear, which is basically um, they have on either hip two propelled grappling hooks and then a highly pressurized gas that shoots them. So it's kind of like a, a Batman kind of deal, which allows mm-hmm. them to maneuver around the titan and up into the air so that they can get into position to make that critical strike yeah it gives them kind of like jetpack um abilities yeah. jetpacks or like spider-man hoverboard spider-man yeah. web slinging a little bit yeah the the levitation grants them a, a level of power on par with spidey mm-hmm. yeah yeah so Aaron and Reiner train together a little bit. Uh, they try to train with Annie, but she whoops day ass, <laughs> which is kind of a funny scene. Eventually, the cadets make it to graduation. 218 of them make it to graduation. And they're given the options of one of three different spots they can be in. There's the garrison, the scouts, or the military police which only the top 10 are allowed to join that because that's like the the top level easy duty. Yeah. And the top 10 are, counting down from 10, Krista, Sasha, Connie, Marco, Jean, Aaron, Annie, Bertolt, Reiner, and at number one, Mikasa. Mikasa. Yeah. Aaron definitely in these parts comes across as like a zealot. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, there's a lot of cynicism during these parts from the other kids and like defeatism and selfishness. And he's right. just like, he's the true believer. You know? Yeah, that's right. He's he's there for the for the cause. Whereas, you know, you have other political motives in the in the group. Those those kids that are just there for the to get the top rank and sit cushy in the middle of the wall yeah but you know because of his zealotry he tends to do a lot of soapboxing right and he's so good at it that he convinces a whole bunch of these guys to join the scouts with him which yeah is impressive because that's basically like killing yourself right would you have joined the scouts no <laughs> yeah me either he even gets john to join the scouts 
which right. is crazy. But that might be because he has a crush on Mikasa. Uh, that helps. Yeah. A little bait. Yeah. Uh, Armin joins the scouts because he doesn't want to be a burden on people, on humanity in general. He feels like he's always been a burden. Mikasa joins the scouts because she thinks Eren will die in a second without her there to protect him. Right. So, you know. And so finally they graduate and things are finally staring to look up. Humanity, is, it's been five years since the first Colossus Titan attack. Humanity is rebuilding. It's got its dignity back. Uh, they're looking to maybe try and retake the district that's been lost. Uh, things are starting to turn around. Mm. And that's when we see the lightning and the colossal Titan returns. Yes. This is an interesting scene. So it it is did it did that it occur the same exact way both times where it just it the Titan just appears in exactly the spot it wants? It appears that way. Hmm. What do you think? Again, like the the random the seemingly random nature, but the the like clear precision of where it lands when it when it's conjured or or summoned again i i think i think someone's pulling that puppet string i think there's some mechanism that's wishing it into into existence, existence there yeah. you know that 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 colossal titan kind of um fulfills that that vision of the like genie of pain uh i believe was the phrase that i had mm-hmm had said in the at the top yeah well here's here's the thing though so this gets us to episode five now is when this happens um the colossal titan appears and Aaron immediately goes up against it and he does well um he comes within an inch of capping that motherfucker mm. but then number one its behavior indicates that the colossal Titan is intelligent. Mm. How was, how was, remind me how, what it was that set them off to that? All right. Well, number one, for the second time, it kicks in the gate, mm. which makes, makes one thing that is doing it on purpose. And two, it swipes the t the top of the wall with its arm to deliberately destroy all the cannons that have been placed uh, there. Yeah. So it gives the impression that it is a thinking Titan, which is pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Aaron gets close to killing it, but then it fucking vanishes. Right. And so from this point on, shit starts going really bad. And, you know, there comes to be a lot of questions that all of the soldiers have to face, which is, would you do your duty for humankind in the face of such hopeless circumstances? Right. Yeah, it's actually quite a challenging predicament. Would you? I don't, I don't, I don't know that I would. I mean, I, I'd, I'd need to, I'd need to feel 
confident I'd probably need to be ranking up in the top three of those kids to feel like I would not die. <laughs> Maybe. You need you need plot armor. What's that? It's a uh, it's a term that gets kicked around. It's uh, plot armor. Is that like insulation from your character being knocked off because they were too invested in you? Yes. <laughs> Although, of course, uh, that doesn't necessarily help you on this show, as we'll see soon. So, right. But also, just from a more general standpoint, I mean, if you're one of these people in this world, like, why would you? do your duty it seems so fucking pointless like it's over like why give your life for nothing right you know so it's you know something i thought about but anyway so mikasa doesn't even really think about it. she doesn't give a fuck she just wants to protect Eren. right so she she's gonna fight Eren is in a squad with armin and that squad goes out to fight and it's uh, they get hyped as fuck to go out there. Yeah, yeah, they're rah rah. And the way they like run out to fight, it looks so fucking badass, dude. Like I was thinking about, it, I was like, man, yeah, I bet Drew is gonna love this. Like you know, the way they like run out into battle, it just looks so good. The way they're swinging through the buildings yeah. and the streets. I do want to say about the animation though, like um, you you alluded to something that it might remind me of. And I think you were alluding to Spider-Man. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, when you said that, I thought you might have been alluding to some, uh, like some style of animation or some animation techniques. Uh, and so I was looking for those because of what you said. And I do, I did notice they make a lot of use of still images um, in motion in order to like do the storytelling and they, they like there's a lot of shots that are that are actually not animated yeah they pan over a still yeah yeah it's it's smart it saves yeah. some effort right you can you can probably ink a, a, a longer show faster that way yeah because i imagine those like action shots take a ton of work and when we get to the meta stuff, eventually we'll talk about the incredibly long production delays on this show. Okay. Because um, remember I said it debuted in 2013. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And season four is only airing now. Yeah. So, so obviously something went amok. Yeah. Well, it's hard to make. So mm. anyway, but as, as rah-rah as they get, it immediately goes tits up. And everybody dies, including rather hilariously, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Did you, what? I, I want to ask, did you think that he died? Um, yeah. Yeah. In that episode, I did. Um, like, it, I think by the next episode, I was wondering where he was and thinking that they, they'll have to have him come back somehow. Um, just because they established him as so important. Well, it could have been a Game of Thrones situation. Right, where you you do actually have a, a character that's just offed, right? Yeah, it's a, nobody's safe. There is no plot armor. 
Right. You know, just there's an immediate shocking death. I mean, it's so shocking. Like he just he's he's flying into battle. The thing fucking bites his leg off and he just like face plants into a roof and he's fucking done. Right. Well, they had so they had so many details around his injuries in that death that it just seemed like they were building up something significant to come back to like his missing leg when he was on the roof was very explicit. And then when he was chomped down upon and eaten the, the, it was actually kind of subtle, but it was, it was there enough to where I was like, okay, I think I saw that his, his arm, his hand kind of flying. Yeah. He from the mouth arm. Yeah. As, as uh his forearm yeah as, it is as, pretty awesome the way he saves armin though he like dives into the mouth and fucking yeah. pulls him out that's pretty cool yeah but i mean you know after that happens with the arm being off and knowing his leg was off you're kind of like i don't know if we can expect him to survive but at the same time we're like is there some way that he's gonna like break out of this thing or but but with i mean what do you, you don't have a fucking arm or a leg? Like what good are you? In right. This world? And there's no, there's no suggestion that anyone's ever been able to do such a thing. So why, yeah. w- why should we expect that's possible? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really shocking moment. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So uh, I, I, I was genuinely curious if you thought he was really gone. Yeah. I think at least at first they, they make it very, uh, very believable that that's what's happened um but you know by the next episode i my curiosity about you know i i was kind of starting to to second guess that yeah Mm, okay okay well so the next episode is kind of a mikasa moment uh it's pretty cool so we see her being again just badass total badass and at this point like everyone else is so reliant on her yeah um she you know there's some like really great titan kills and everything uh and she does the cool thing where she confronts that asshole rich guy uh you know where he's like Mm. i'll tell uh, i'll tell your commander you know she's like dead men don't talk (laughs) that's cool and um we get a flashback to uh how she and Aaron met yeah how um you know, her family was killed uh, by these raiders and Aaron and her fought, tried to fight them. And he's just yelling at her uh, fight over and over yeah. again. Just fight. Doesn't and, matter how cruel the world is. You gotta fight. Yeah. And hearing that word fight, something goes off and activates in her head brain. And she does. Yeah. And is apparently very, very good at it. Yeah, she basically, the word fight turns her into fight incarnate. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, just the way she, like, mercs that dude. It's great. Like, this. don't the soldiers come in and they're like, did a kid do this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. And And we also get the origin story of her scarf. She looks so cute in her little scarf. Yeah. Aaron putting her in that. Th- oh God, it's so adorable, little Mikasa in her big scarf. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so next episode, the evacuation is over, but shit's looking really grim mm-hmm. because the uh, people out in the front are starting to run out of gas uh, for their gear, 
and they aren't getting resupplied because the HQ has where all the gas is stored has been overrun. So they don't know what to do. Mikasa learns that Eren has died. And rather than falling apart, she calls those bitches out. Mm. She calls them all pussies and then goes to clear out the HQ by herself. Mm. And basically, like, I like, I think it's Reiner has the line afterward. He's just like, well, that was insulting. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so they all, they all go after her because you have to at that point. Mikasa leads the charge and is a total boss, but she runs out of gas. And she basically at this point gives up. Yeah. Uh, the fact that she ran out of gas is really uh, surprising. That she, she would let that both, happen. Both literally and figuratively. Right. right. I feel like she didn't just let it happen. She like did it on purpose. Like once Eren died, she was just sort of like blazing. What's of glory the point time. now? Yeah. yeah. So she gives up and sort of like tries to die by Titan. Hmm. But something inside of her compels her to fight on. It's almost like she feels him still mm. being alive like in her blood yes you know uh, but it seems really hopeless when a second titan comes around the corner mm. and that's when shit gets really crazy yep because the new titan punches the first titan <gasps> and the new titan is really hot <laughs> dude it looks like fucking brad pitt and fight club that's true that's true it's like He's got a, those washboard like abs olympian physique like where, whereas the other ones look like rejected cartoons basically yeah. <laughs> when he when they first start talking about it like oh my god it's a that titan's fighting the other titans and then they, they there's show something like, different about that one and there, yeah, there's I like wonder a montage what it could be. of it like attacking the other titans there's a point at which it kicks a baby <laughs> so, like, so silly but like okay i will say it was the episode before we get the reveal that this uh tight i'm just gonna say this titan winds up being Aaron. <gasps> wow but i i did i did see that coming about an episode ahead well it even kind of looks like him yeah it does and also like you know the the episode before we get the reveal mikasa says something to armin that um that both armin and Aaron had survived uh, essentially or alludes hmm. to that and says like you'll you'll see yeah yeah um but yeah it, it is funny that like Aaron's like man there's something different about this one and it's just like uh yeah the fact yeah, that it's, it's sexy hot, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any other sexy titans walking around <laughs> like i have expected it to have like just this giant dick <laughs> i mean his main mission is to plug a giant hole Oh so. my god. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh 
Armin, Mikasa, and Connie lead this new hot titan to the <laughs> Citadel, where uh, John has led the others to as well. Uh, John's about to give up hope himself when he sees uh, Aaron punch a titan in the face. And uh, I alluded to before that there's a lot of repetition in some animes. And I think you might have started getting a sense of it at this point, that there's a lot of speeches about like, the cruelty in the world and like mm, giving yeah. up, giving up and shit. You gotta fight. Yeah. yeah. This world is so cruel. This world is hell. There's no choice but to stand and fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of that. But also, you know, I don't, there's something different about this Titan. It seems stronger than the others. And yeah, also it knows karate. Did uh, you yeah. notice that? That it right. seems to like know karate. Yeah, it's it, like we don't get that from the other Titans. This no. this is something special. Right, yeah. All right, so Armin makes a strategy for clearing the armory, uh, and he's made a bunch of strategies today. I yeah, that's right. He's uh, got fire in his belly since uh, Aaron's loss. Yeah, and fire in the brain mm-hmm. in, in, the yep. old, uh, in the old cranium. That's that's where he shines. He's good not, at making strategies. Not the best... Uh, not the best... Uh, tactical uh you know not hand to hand not hand to hand but uh as far as his strategy very very good yeah he's good and so they they clear the area they refill their tanks and manage to get out and meanwhile the hot titan is finally being (laughs) overwhelmed by the ugly titans and they're about to take off but reiner suggests hey, maybe we should hang on to this one and save it for future study. Yeah, let's let's uh, get the other Titans away from it and help it, help keep it alive. Mm. He says this is a, a, a rare, a rare opportunity. Uh, yeah. Mm. And that's when Eren comes out the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> so silly yeah Yeah. uh so yeah so aaron's alive a new flashback this time we're meeting the scout regiment so there's erwin there's hanji and there's fucking levi levi is awesome yeah let's talk about levi for a second tell me what you think of levi um, like Levi is the character in the show where on the playground, if this was a show that all the kids were watching, like this is the character that you rush to call as you're playing make believe in this world and jumping around the playground. <laughs> yeah, basically. If we were he doing a the fantasy awesomest. draft, <laughs> if you're doing a fantasy draft, uh, Levi is the consensus number one pick unless maybe you grab Mikasa. Yeah, Mikasa Mikasa might be uh yeah, Mikasa's probably more powerful than Levi, but I feel like Levi's brooding kind of just like insanely cool as shit vibe is like, Oh, he's definitely cooler than her. Yeah, he's cooler. <laughs> Oh man. He busts right. in like when we first see him, he busts in like like everybody else is just like a a toddler and he, he's like like hey kids, what the hell happened? What here? the fuck is happening here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, I love that guy. All right. So 
we get a flashback to see what Aaron's deal was during those episodes he was gone. And I'll say it being digested seems like it sucks. Yeah. I don't want to die that way. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, I don't care if I get canceled. I don't want to die by being digested. Mm. I'm putting it on the record. Wow. Yep. Hot just take. Getting in the game. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so then he transforms. Uh, and at this point, I wanted to just mention uh, the music on this show is really good. Yeah. Did you notice that at any point while watching? Um, yeah, I'd say so. It, yeah, mean, it's good music. Yeah, it's solid. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So we're all caught up. Everybody is pretty freaked out by Eren and they get confronted by the soldiers and this takes mm. a while i remembered this episode as being pretty boring yeah and... it took a little too long for them to negotiate with the stubborn conservative soldier yeah it, it, it continued to be boring i did a lot of skipping forward in this one yeah um, but fortunately pixis shows up pixis is cool too yeah he is pixis is this uh older general he's got a real kind of like commander adama vibe yeah a cross between adama and um colonel ty because he's got that flask baby yeah he does and that bald head <laughs> yeah exactly right. yeah, what, what is going on here right <laughs> good impression thanks <laughs> uh and so pixis is willing to let Aaron try to plug that hole <laughs> and uh Mikasa he also was pretty excited about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> jesus christ right. um he also what i think is the most brilliant thing he does is he tells everybody that Aaron is a product of human experiments mm. when he's making his his pitch to the soldiers he's like Aaron is a product of our research calms people down a little bit yeah. he's not a mysterious what the fuck thing that we have no idea about he is one of our projects yeah he's a weapon that we've developed yeah like listen to me yeah, yeah. and he also re reverse psychologies everybody who is going to quit into fighting right right yeah His discipline was breaking down people wanted to leave and he's all like leave go ahead if you want to leave leave just know that if you do uh, everyone who you care about is going to be Titan food. Yeah. So, yeah. Very effective pitch. Mm-hmm. And so then we get to the last arc that we'll be covering today, and it's basically the mission to plug the hole. Erin mm -hmm. um, almost blows it uh, because he can't control his Titan yet. Uh, I guess once he transforms, he can't, like keep his mind focused uh yeah it seems it that each time he shifts back into titan form it's there's there he's throwing some dice as far as the precise results of how much control he has what shape he's in yeah yeah so things almost go tits up but eventually he pulls it together and the mission succeeds and it is the first victory against the titans in human history. Mm, over a hundred years. A hundred years of hunger. Finally get that win. Mm. 
pretty good, but it did take a terrible cost. So the end of the episode is mostly taking stock of what was lost. Um, Jean finds Marco has died. Marco was a friend of his who, you know, had believed in him and gave him inspiration to be more of a leader. Hmm. He, he turns up dead. And uh, the very last scene is Erwin, the leader of the scouts, and Levi interviewing Aaron in a prison cell and starting to plan their next steps. Levi volunteers to take personal responsibility for Aaron, and he is officially welcomed as a member of the scouts. Mm. That's where we are, Drew. You are officially halfway through season one of Attack on Titan. How are you feeling about it so far? I am enjoying the ride for sure. Yeah, it feels like uh it feels like a it feels like a fleshy Mega Man X plot line and I'm down. <laughs> you uh do you have anything you wanted to mention that you feel like we missed? Well, um the only other notes that I uh didn't really get to um just talking about like you know that what values this uh this series seems to promote you know yes. like we talked about kind of the fighting mentality and all of that but you know early on i started laying out what i thought the values expressed here are and you know overall the f- initial ones kind of like assimilation to the to the group is is kind of it's promoted like the the solidarity and the the, the kind of rah rah like duty duty honor like yeah being assimilated one one thing that's kind of interesting is the layout of the walls and like that none of the titans looks particularly japanese which i find to be interesting like they're all like a lot of them are styled as foreigners yes um and what's with the random german line at the beginning of the credits which one there's one like there's one line in german at the very beginning there's only one line in german do you know what it says uh no i mean it it shows up on the on the subtitles but it says the german i didn't i didn't look it up but i don't know um but like and the intro kind of uh just to to that point drew um the physical look of the titans the uh, the fact that they all look like that uh keep that in mind that is a an observation that we will be talking about again mm mm cool mm-hmm. yeah cool um, yeah, I mean, other than that, um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's carnage and chaos. We're kind of shown in a world that's steeped in that. And so that's sort of like, yeah, the world is cruel, but you got to keep fighting, um, plays into that. Um, you should be willing to lay down your life. In fact, right. 
but it it's interesting like the world that they're in is just a world where the baseline is suffering and and you shouldn't expect to yeah you shouldn't expect this, this any is, comfort this world is hell it's a world where the strong prey on the weak and the only way to make it better is to be strong yourself and to fight yes and fight with your with your uh your fellow soldiers and I feel like there's there's a contrast with an actual family like the you know we the characters we see are not a real family and their real families have been decimated and eaten alive I, I don't know I just feel like that's it's uh, as far as no keep going yeah it's yeah it's it, it's just it's an interesting uh as far as the value that it's the values that it's trying to promote, it's more like, yeah, militaristic and survival, um, mm -hmm. strength over weakness. Don't become a cow. Don't be cattle. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be chattel. Exactly. Yeah. What is it? They, there's one part where they get all revved up. I think Mikasa is getting them all revved up to fight again. They're all like, yo, guy, together. <laughs> so awesome <laughs> yeah the fucking music comes in you're just like so amped like, yeah! <laughs> i have two other notes that i didn't say i just want to get them out there um it's <laughs> the titles are hilarious to me of each episode by the time we're on episode 13 it's called attack on trost part nine <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> it's hilarious um and then um, one of the last Chirons that we see, um, the interstitials there, the illustration looks a lot like the Night King from Game of Thrones. Um, mm. I guess this would have been in episode 12 or 13, but um, if you look back at it, you'll see what I'm saying. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll double back and take a look. Uh, um, yeah. Do you have any predictions for going forward? Man, um wow um i mean i i guess my biggest prediction is the one i've already shared about the origin and um nature of these titans okay. uh, we're gonna learn we're gonna get the reveal of what's what the key unlocks and we're yeah. going to uh understand more of the story behind that that the key will unlock a box to explication Cool, cool. Now, I guess, given your theory, then that would suggest that there is a summoner, uh, and essentially that there is a bad guy at work here. Yeah. Uh, do I you mean, think we know who the bad guy is? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to reveal who. But again, I'm not sure if it's necessarily that. There is a bad guy who casted a spell that summoned the the Titans directly. I I I think it might be more that there was some, and it could have been a group of mystics um, who conjured some spell that created a a rift where the emotions of mankind conjured up these things. They manifest. Them. They manifest as a as a reflection of the intense emotions that are expressed by humanity. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, cool, man. 
I guess that's all we've got for this one. And we'll reconvene after you finish season one. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it and I'll let you know when I do. We'll see what uh, pace I'm at this time. Yeah. Please slow down a little bit. <laughs> I will. <laughs> You're killing me. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, all right. But I'm looking forward to talking to you about it more. Uh, this, this has been fun. Yes. And I'm glad you like it. If you out there in listener land would like to get in touch with us to talk about Attack on Titan, hit us up at betterlatethaneverpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at betterlate underscore pod. Drew, it's been fun. As always. And I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.